Good afternoon, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design Franchise. Here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast. This week, my Embedded Executive is Peggy Carriers, and she is the She's the Global Vice President of Sales Enablement for Avnet. Hello, Peggy. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thanks. Thanks for having me here. My pleasure. So you are in what I would call the catbird seat for this whole chip shortage thing, because you guys have to send out chips. So I have a multi-part question, but so you don't have to remember all the parts. Let's start with, well, I'll back up a little bit. If, if I were to ask 10 people the question of why is there a chip shortage, I'd probably get 10 different answers. So let me ask you the question, why are we in a chip shortage right now? Good question. So, you know, we get asked that a lot. Um, I think it's important to note first in the semiconductor industry, it's a cyclical business. So if you look back over time, it ebbs and flows about every four years. So we get into a shortage situation about every four years you know, we were due for that in 2020. So when we looked at 18 and 19, they were pretty flat, lackluster years. Um, calendar year 20 was supposed to be up 8%, even before all the events of the pandemic happened. So I think that's an important baseline to know that it was gonna go up anyway. And a lot of that is because of the mass adoption of um, electric vehicles, of you know, 5G proliferation and the infrastructure to support it. As that becomes more, you know, used widely by consumers, you know, you see that go up. So that's that's the, the first part of it. I think um, the pandemic hit, and we didn't know what to expect. Um, but if you look back in time, we've got all, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Um, we can be really accurate looking back. Uh, everything kind of went down in EMEA and the Americas, but China never. Um, never declined. So if you look at their GDP all the way through 2020, it never went below zero. So the manufacturing kept happening even during the pandemic. I think suppliers also had to pivot. Um, the manufacturers were pivoting their lines to help like with ventilators and all that. So the consumption never really stopped. It mm -hmm. just shifted. And we've had a lot of noise about the automotive industry. Um, they did stop. Unfortunately, they woke up thinking that the chips were going to be there and they had been consumed. So the consumption never really stopped and it was supposed to be an up year. That that kind of makes sense? It, it does make sense. And I get the cyclical part. This, this one just seems to be a lot worse than what we've seen in prior cycles. Yeah, so these are the other parts that happened this time. So what hasn't happened with last cycles is the mass shutdown of capacity. So if you think about 2020 and the events of COVID-19 and the country by country effect, if you think about the massive global and connected supply chain in the semiconductor industry, um, nothing operates in a vacuum, right? There's no country that can produce the end-to-end -end on their own very easily. Mm -hmm. So if the Philippines shut down, if you have a fab in the, in the Philippines that was shut down, could they pivot somewhere else or in Taiwan or Vietnam, uh, the US and Europe? And so we just saw that proliferate over time and it just wreaked havoc on the supply chain and the end to end. So the disruption of goods really um, were, were exacerbated through this, I would, I would say. Okay, so if, if we sort of take the stance that it is what it is, um, if I'm a design engineer, uh, I don't have the luxury of saying, well, there's a chip shortage, so I just have to wait. Um, I have to pivot, as you said, to plan B. 
-hmm. what is what is plan b if i'm a design engineer yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a big challenge right now. And, you know, at Avnet, we sit right in the middle of the supply chain, right? We're working with the suppliers and the customers. And, and from a, an end-to-end, -end, we've had a lot of customers, even, you know, OEMs, um, tier ones that traditionally haven't dealt with the channel, have been asking us to help them solve their problems. But if I'm an engineer looking at a microcontroller that's, you know, a, over a year uh, lead time, Right? You can't get a microcontroller, especially a 32 bit for over a year. What do I do? Our engineers are looking at alternatives. Can we redesign? It's hard to redesign around a gorilla chip. If you don't have it, you don't have it. But mm -hmm. we're trying to do as much as we can. <clears throat> I think the key is to do early planning as much as possible. Um, another service we provide is a bomb risk analysis because you may have the Gorilla chip in place, but then you don't have a SOT 23. Uh, so if you don't have every component, you can't produce that finished goods. So our teams really have scrambled to try to do that full bomb analysis. And there's been some active redesign happening based on product availability, just to try to get products out the door. It's a challenge. <clears throat> um, is it cynical to think that it's, it's an opportunity for an Avnet to say, well, we can't get these NXP chips, but we got a whole warehouse full of ST processors. Sell them those. I mean, is, is that what, what's happening? No, because there really isn't any of the, we, we're not replete with inventory that's like for like. So if you think about a 32-bit microcontroller or, or even you know 816, they're, they're all sold out. So it's not like it's one over the other. And that's a difference in this. Um, cycle mm -hmm. that we've had versus other cycles. It's more pervasive. Like every single supplier I talk to has extended lead times where I think in past um, cycles, you might've had one supplier be worse than another. Um, it's, it's affecting all suppliers right now because the source of the problem isn't about one supplier. It's about raw materials. It's about people. You know, if you look at the talent shortage that's out there and getting people to do the work, um, that's becoming an issue that's um, at the forefront as, uh, as well. And that's extending this whole situation. Okay. So is that extending into some of the spotlight areas that we like to cover here, like AI, for example? Um, there, there's no reason to slow down your software development, but what happens on the other side? It, it, are, are we in this just waiting time for this, for the, hardware to come? Well, the old adage of, you know, necessity is the mother of all invention, I think is um, very appropriate to software because what I'm starting to see is technology convergence. You're starting to see something where you had, you know, four different pieces of hardware performing functions morphed into one enabled by more powerful software. That to me is the opportunity is you know, the raw material shortage is going to be an extended period of time. We have to rethink how we look at conserving our natural resources, utilizing hardware more effectively. I think these are pivotal and critical decisions that we have to make going forward. And this isn't something that's a fleeting issue. So I do think that's a huge opportunity. That's a pretty cool thought. I don't, I don't know why I didn't think of that sooner, but the hardware is so powerful that you can make do with a lot of software solutions. That's pretty interesting. All right, maybe I'll. Yeah. And then if you think about the concept of APIs, you know, overlaying on top and connecting, I mean, there's software has accelerated so much over the last even, you know, five to 10 years and its capability, you know, are we at the time in 
the continuum of, of electronics as more and more things consume electronic content or powered by electronics, could we shift the balance and have it empowered by more powerful software? Hmm. Okay, so now I put you on the spot and say, uh, when do we get back to whatever we're defining as, as normal? Yeah, that's when I get out my crystal ball, right? Exactly. <laughs> try, to, try to see when it's going to happen. But or is that the magic eight ball? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, I, I think looking at all the factors. So um, companies are not expanding capacity to the level that they have in the past because it's very expensive. So if you think about suppliers putting out a fab and it takes a long time, at least three years end to end because of all the quality controls. And then you, you think about technology life cycles, you know, are you investing in something that in three years will be obsolete? So they're really grappling with that. I think we're going to see um, product, older legacy product portfolios um, be retired. You know, if you think about some of the discretes that have been around since the 60s, could we fold that into other functionality to enable more capacity? I think we're going to grapple with this for a couple more years, to be honest with you. Um, it's not something that's going to go away quickly. I think the pricing habits that have happened in the past, if you think about Moore's Law, pretty much tapped out with that. Mm -hmm. And you know, the raw material costs have gone up. So to think that your TV is going to be cut in half in price, I don't, I don't foresee that happening. So I do think the inflation is a part of that. That's going to curb the demand. Hasn't quite yet. It's, it's still know, cycling up if you look at the inflation rate. So we're looking at the economic factors, the capacity output, and just the overall technology. Um, the data points that I've seen have said it's going to continue through 2023 and level off still with growth um, in 24. Okay. All right. Well, I'll see you around the end of 23 and we'll see if you were right. <laughs> See if my prediction happens or not, right? Very Don't buy good. a lottery ticket on it. <laughs> Thank you very much, Peggy. I appreciate you taking the time. Anytime. That was Peggy Carriers. She is the Global Vice President of Sales Enablement for Avnet, and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.